The world around us is one of infinite mystery, and with every question we answer, new curiosities ignite. Join me on a journey as we delve into philosophy's biggest questions, from the nature of reality to the meaning of life. This is The Smile Project. In the 19th, in the 19th century, with the rise of must grant that from the moment they take on a popular form, they become something other, something other than what they were as hypothesis of scientific For as long as the notion of time has been understood, humankind have been fascinated with the concept. Often considered the most precious commodity of all, time is something that we, as humans, always want more of. Throughout history, due to the evolution of medicine, hygiene practices, nutrition, better living conditions, and a plethora of other quality of life advancements, life expectancy has increased significantly. But the problem is, no set amount of time is ever enough for humankind. Time is a concept that has been explored in literature and film for decades. It is a man-made construct and one that has become deeply embedded in our current world. But what really is time? And will we ever be able to manipulate it in a big way? Let's find out together. Time is a fundamental concept that refers to the continuous progression of events and the measurement of their duration, typically from the past through to the present and into the future. It is an abstract concept that allows us to understand the sequence and duration of events and to order them in a meaningful way. There are different ways to think about time including philosophical, scientific, and cultural perspectives. In philosophy, time has been debated as an objective or subjective entity, while in science, it is often defined as a dimension in which events occur and can be measured using clocks and other instruments. In cultural contexts, time may be perceived and structured differently depending on various factors, such as geography, religion, history, and societal norms. Time can be measured in different units, such as seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and even years. It can also be divided into past, present, and future. Time is a crucial component of many fields, including physics, mathematics, astronomy, philosophy, history, and social sciences. It is an essential aspect of human experience, as it shapes our perspective of reality and influences our daily lives, behaviours and decision-making processes. The concept of time is a reoccurring theme in literature, and has been explored in various ways by writers throughout history. Time can be used to create a sense of urgency or tension in a story, to establish the setting or context of a narrative, and to reflect on a passage of time and the nature of human experience. 
One of the most common literary techniques related to time is the use of flashbacks and flash-forwards. Flashbacks are scenes that take place before the current time of the story, while flash-forwards depict events that will happen in the future. These techniques allow writers to manipulate time and reveal important information about the characters and their motivations. Time can also be used to create a sense of nostalgia or longing for the past. Many writers use the past as a way to explore themes of memory, loss, and regret. For example, Marcel Proust's In Search of Lost Time is a multi-volume novel that explores the role of memory and time in shaping our understandings of the past. In addition, the passage of time can be used to create a sense of change and transformation. Characters in literature may experience personal growth or change as they age, and the changing time and historical context of the story can shape the characters' lives and perspectives. Finally, the concept of time can be used to reflect on larger philosophical or existential questions about the nature of existence and the passage of time. Writers may explore questions about morality, the meaning of life, and the relationships between the individual and the larger universe. This particular theme is expertly vivified in the 2020 novel The Midnight Library, written by Matt Haig. It is a novel about a woman who, after attempting to take her own life, finds herself in a mysterious library where each book represents a version of her life that she could have lived if she had made different choices. With the help of the librarian, she learns valuable lessons about regret, forgiveness, and the importance of taking chances as she explores the different versions of her life. Ultimately, she must make the choice about whether to return to her own life or stay in the library and live out one of the alternative versions of her life. The concept of time is a rich and complex theme in literature. It is used in a variety of ways to explore the human experience and create meaning in narratives. Let's now shift our focus to the exploration of time in films. The concept of time is a common theme in films, and it has been explored in a number of thought-provoking ways. For example, in the film Logan's Run, the film is set in a dystopian future where people are required to die at the age of 30 to control population growth. The concept of time is used to reflect on the idea of mortality and the value of life. The protagonist, Logan, begins to question the system and seeks to escape his fate, ultimately discovering the truth about his world and the importance of living a full life. Another film that similarly unpacks the prospects of a dystopian future is that of the 2011 film In Time. However, in this futuristic world, time is literally money, and people stop aging at the age of 25, but have a limited amount of time to live unless they can earn more time. The film explores themes of class inequality and the power dynamics that arise from controlling the flow of time. The concept of time is used to comment on the value of human life and the impact of capitalist systems on society. 
While often used as a tool to convey cautionary tales, there have also been a number of films that have set out to explore the notion of time travel, the most obvious of which can be observed in films such as Back to the Future, The Time Machine, Interstellar, and The Terminator series. These films all explore the concept of time being a tunnel through which we travel. In their own unique ways, these films delve into the process of exiting a particular present to enter, observe, and manipulate another. The notion of altering events from the past in order to reshape the future is often termed the butterfly effect. This is explicitly emphasized in the 2004 film of the same name. In the butterfly effect, the protagonist Evan discovers that he can travel back in time to different points in his life and change events that have a butterfly effect on his present reality. In the film, the concept of time is used to explore the idea of cause and effect, and the film raises questions about the consequences of changing one's past. This concept is again exemplified, if only in a more abstract sense, in the 2009 film Mr. Nobody. This film follows the life of a man named Nemo, who was the last mortal in a world where humans have achieved immortality. The film explores themes of memory and the impact of choices on one's life. The concept of time is used to depict different versions of Nemo's life and to comment on the nature of existence and the meaning of life. Overall, humankind's obsession with time is clearly present in a vast array of art forms. We haven't even touched upon the symbolism of time in famous paintings, such as the melting clocks of Salvador Dali or Antonio de Paredes' Allegory of Vanity, not to mention the thematic impact of time on music, with notable tracks such as Time by Pink Floyd, Yesterday by The Beatles, and Pure Comedy by Father John Misty, just to name a few. So what actually is time? And does it really exist in the way we think it does? There are several theories on time, ranging from philosophical to science. The first theory we'll unpack is presentism. This theory holds that only the present exists, and that the past and future do not have any objective reality. According to presentism, the past exists only as memories, and the future exists only as possibilities. Subscribing to this theory disregards any possibility of time travel in the future, as, according to presentism, there is nothing that exists but the present itself, and thereby no one can find a destination in the past or future because they are considered concepts only. The eternalism theory looks at things a little differently. This theory proclaims that time is a dimension similar to space, and that the past, present, and future are all equally real. According to eternalism, events in time are like objects in space, and they exist in their own right, regardless of whether they are being observed or experienced. This theory in stark contrast to presentism, is open to the idea of time manipulation 
and allows for the concept of time travel to be hypothesized. A theory that sits in a place somewhere between presentism and eternalism is that of the growing block universe theory. This theory holds that the past and present are real, but the future does not exist yet. According to this theory, time is like a block that is constantly growing as new events happen, but the future is uncertain and has not yet been determined. To understand this theory, we could use the analogy of a skyscraper being built, with each story that is added to the structure representing the events that have transpired, and the open air above the skyscraper as the unknown realm of undefined and unscripted possibilities. Perhaps the most famous justification of time can be attributed to Albert Einstein's theory of relativity. Einstein's theory of relativity fundamentally changed our understanding of time. According to relativity, time is not absolute, but rather is relative to the observer's frame of reference. This means that time can appear to move slower or faster, depending on an observer's speed and position. The theory of relativity can be thought of like a game of billiards on a curved table and is composed of two distinct ideas. The first is that of the special theory. In the special theory, the billiards board represents objects in motion, and the rules of the game are the laws of physics. Each player sees the game differently depending on their perspective and speed, but the outcome is the same for everyone. The second idea is that of general theory. In general theory, the billiards table represents space-time, and the balls represent objects with mass. The presence of the balls warps the table, causing other balls to move in curved paths. This is similar to how the presence of matter and energy warps space-time, causing objects to move in curved paths due to gravity. Just as a skilled billiards player can predict the paths of balls on a curved table, the theory of relativity allows us to make predictions about the behavior of objects in the presence of gravity. And if you think that's confusing, because it really is, try wrapping your head around the quantum mechanics theory. In quantum mechanics, time is treated as a parameter that allows us to describe the evolution of systems over time. According to quantum mechanics, time is not continuous, but rather is quantized into discrete units. Quantum mechanics can be compared to a video game with pixelated graphics. In this game, the world would appear to be smooth and continuous, but if you zoom in, you'll notice that everything is made up of discrete, pixelated blocks. Similarly, in quantum mechanics, the behavior of matter and energy appears to be continuous and smooth at a microscopic level. But at the microscopic level, particles exist only in certain energy states, which are quantized or discrete. Furthermore, the act of observing or measuring a particle in quantum mechanics can be thought of as the player interacting with the game. Just as the player's actions can influence the outcome of a game, the act of observation can influence the behavior of a particle, including its position and momentum. 
This is similar to how the observer effect in quantum mechanics suggests that the act of measurement can influence the behavior of particles. To extend this metaphor to time, we can think of the game as having a built-in timer that operates at a pixelated level. The timer ticks forward in small, discrete steps, just like time in quantum mechanics is thought to be composed of small, discrete chunks. At the microscopic level, the player might perceive the game as having a continuous flow of time, but if they were to zoom in, they would see that time is actually composed of discrete steps. Similarly, we experience time as a continuous flow, but quantum mechanics suggests that time may actually be composed of small steps. Furthermore, the observer effect in quantum mechanics can be thought of as a player's ability to interact with the game and influence the outcomes. In the same way, our observations and interactions with the world can influence the flow of time, such as how time seems to pass more quickly when we're engaged in fun activities, and more slowly when we're bored or waiting. These are just a few examples of the many theories on time, and if you found them a little confusing to grasp, you're not alone. In fact, that is why the concept of time remains such a puzzling inquiry. Each theory has its own implications and consequences for how we understand the nature of reality and our place within it. But ultimately, even without an uncontested, concrete understanding of time, we can still use the broad fundamental concept of time to inform and enrich our lives. Let's conclude our inquiry into time now with some summative thoughts. Although our natural intrigue in the complex notion of time may never yield us with definitive answers, that doesn't mean we can't learn important lessons about our existence from the broad idea of time. Perhaps the greatest lesson of all is that everything in the universe as we know it is temporary, and that includes us as humans. While it's hard to appreciate and find comfort in the notion of death, the expiry of life is in many ways what makes life so beautiful. As Natalie Babbitt so eloquently portrayed in her 1975 novel, Tuck Everlasting, mortality is a gift to humanity, not a curse. You see, by knowing our time and existence is only limited, we are encouraged to live life to the fullest and cherish every little moment.